Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of A Year of No Fear. Thank you guys so much for clicking on this episode. And today I'm going to be reading in Psalms 119. And I'm just going to be reading eight verses, verses 161 through 168. So if you have your Bible, feel free to open with me there. Psalms 119 is actually the longest psalm in the book of Psalms. And I believe it's also the longest chapter in the Bible. So it's pretty long. But it is so, so good. The entire thing is just talking about the protection and the blessing that you get from obeying the commands of the Lord, from obeying his word and staying in his word. You get, you get protection from the evil things of this world. The psalmist, whoever wrote this psalm, they were just praising God for his word. You could tell that they genuinely loved the word of God. They genuinely love obeying the commandments of the Lord. So I highly recommend anybody go read that Psalm. It's Psalms 119. It's long, but it's good. And when I mean long, like it's the longest chapter in the Bible or the longest book in the book of Psalms, or sorry, the longest Psalm in the book of Psalms, but it's only 176 verses. So depending on where you're at or depending on who you are, you're probably like only 176 verses. Like it only took me, it took me less than 20 minutes to read it. So I'm sure that you have 20 minutes in your day that you can take time out and read the word of God. You should be reading your Bible anyway. So, but it's just really good. You could tell the person who wrote it, they truly love the instructions of the Lord. They truly love the, the, the word of God. They got the protection. They got everything. They, they got the fulfillment of his promises. They saw those things come to pass and they were praising God for those things. Also, I just want to say like, there is no do not fear in this Bible verse, but or in these verses that I'm going to be reading. But again, like I said, he talks about protection and the protection that you get from the word of God the protection that you get from evil things in the word of God. There's no reason to fear if you're protected. There's no reason to fear if you have the Lord on your side. So anyway, starting off in verse 161, it says, Powerful people harass me without cause, but my heart trembles only at your word. I rejoice in your word like one who discovers a great treasure. I hate and detest all falsehood, but I love your instructions. I will praise you seven times a day because all your regulations are just. Those who love your instructions have great peace and do not stumble. I long for your rescue, Lord, so I have obeyed your commands. I have obeyed your laws for I love them very much. Yes, I obey your commandments and your laws because you know everything I do. So this was a physical person writing these words. This was a person and they were praising the Lord for his word for his true word. But this scripture was breathed by God. This scripture was in, it was it, it was interpreted. It was inspired by the Holy Spirit. So in verse 165, he says, "Those who love your instructions have great peace and do not stumble." Yesterday I posted an episode and it was called Testify and in parentheses and in parentheses it said breakthrough of anxiety. I don't claim it. That's not mine. 
That is not, anxiety is not my portion. I said it yesterday and I'll say it again. I've never dealt with anxiety before that. I don't even know if that's what it truly was. I've never dealt with anxiety before that and I never will. Anxiety is not my portion. Peace is my portion. The Lord is my portion and all of his fruits that come with him are my portion. So he says in verse 165, the one who loves your instruction. And I talked about it in the last year of No Fear episode on Tuesday. The instruction is the word of God, his laws, his commandments. So the people who love his commandments, they have great peace and they do not stumble. So if there is a overwhelming like anxiety feeling that's been going on for any prolonged period of time in your life. You know, when I say this, it's going to be like, duh, to some people. And to some people, it's going to be like, you're too spiritual. You're hyper spiritual. But when I say this, that's what some people are going to think. Or, I mean, I'm sure there are going to be people who are like, oh, wow, I never thought of it that way. But the word of God, God is your source for everything. But the word of God, Jesus Because Jesus is the word. He is the solution to every difficulty that's in your life. Because if you don't love the instructions, if you don't love the word of God, you will not have great peace and you will stumble. Because the opposite is, is those who love the word of God, those who love his instructions, they have great peace and they do not stumble. So when you love his word, when you love him, Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I'm not going to go super deep into this right now, but we are no longer under the Old Testament law. The Old Testament law went from Genesis to Deuteronomy, I think, but mainly I think Leviticus, I had the majority of them, if I'm not mistaken. But there are 613 laws that they had to obey. 613 laws. And Jesus didn't come to abolish the law, but he came to fulfill the law. So he fulfilled the law so we didn't have to. Now we don't have to, we don't throw that law away. We don't just do whatever we want because we can. I think it's in the book of James where he said, just because all things are legal or all things are permissible doesn't mean that they're all beneficial. So just because you can do it doesn't mean that you should. Just because it's a legal thing to do. There are a lot of laws, things that are being legalized here in America and in Canada and Australia and and around the world. There are things that are being legalized. Like, I think they're like even trying here, trying to legalize the use of heroin. But just because it's legal doesn't mean that it's beneficial, doesn't mean that it's a good thing, something that you should actually do. So Jesus says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. There are other commandments that are outside of the law. So, yes, Jesus came to fulfill those 613 laws. Just because you can murder somebody doesn't mean you should. Just because you can have a God before 
the God that is Jesus Christ doesn't mean you should. Just because you can lie, steal, dishonor your parents, work on a Sabbath day, doesn't mean that you should. It doesn't mean that it's beneficial. And then not even that, but just all of the other things that the word of God says, all of the other commands that the word of God gives. Just because you can do something doesn't mean it's beneficial. So in verse 161, he says, powerful people harass me without cause, but my heart trembles only at your word. I rejoice in your word like one who discovers a great treasure. The word of God is a great treasure and there's nothing that can make you tremble. There's no powerful person or no sickness or disease or no lack or anything like that that should make you tremble. Only the word of God should do that and not tremble in fear, but tremble in reverence. I have a deep reverence, a deep respect for your word. I have a deep reverence for you, God, because you are your word. He says, I rejoice in your word like one who discovers a great treasure. The Bible likens itself to a great treasure. The words in the, in the book, the words that are physically in the book. It's not the book itself, but it's the words that give life. A few weeks ago at our kids Bible study group, we were talking to the kids and we were telling them how the words in the book, the words that are in the Bible will protect them. The words that are in there in the Bible, you have to know them. You have to keep them at the forefront of your mind. We talked about um, in Deuteronomy where where he says to keep them written on the door on their doorpost. Sorry, I can't remember if it's Exodus or Deuteronomy, but keep them written on their hearts. Keep them written on or tie them to your hands. Write them on your foreheads. We talked about that. But we told them this book is not going to protect you if the enemy comes at you. You can't hold up the Bible to him and expect him to leave. It's what's in the book. It's treasure. It's a weapon. It brings life. The word of God is so powerful. Your heart should tremble only at the word, not at anything else in this world. Only at the word of God, you should have deep reverence, deep respect for that thing. We rejoice in his word because his word is like a great treasure. We hate all, we hate, detest, and abhor all falsehood. Every single lie, every single thing that's against the word of God, I hate it with everything that's in my heart. Not people, not people who are liars. I hate the lies themselves. Everything that goes against the word of God. I, I don't think there's a better word than detest. I have a detest. I hate, I detest that lie. And I love his instructions. He says, I will praise you seven times a day because all of your regulations are just. The New King James Version says, seven times a day I praise you because of your righteous judgments. The NIV says, seven times a day, I praise you for your righteous laws. 
So our praise has to come from a place of knowing his righteous judgments, his righteous laws that are found in his word. In verse 166, he says, I long for your rescue, Lord, so I have obeyed your commandments. He knows that there's only rescue, there's only refuge found in obeying the commands of the Lord. And I don't want to make this seem like a legalism, legalistic thing, because I obey the word of God out of love for him. I don't obey the word of God. I don't obey his commands because I feel like I'm going to get in trouble if I don't, because these are rules that I have to do. I have to follow in order to be a Christian. That's not the reason I obey the commands. I obey his commands because I love the Lord and because he loved me first. In verse 167, he says, I have obeyed your laws for I love them very much. Yes, I obey your commandments and your laws because you know everything I do. In verse 165, again, it's just so good. Those who love your instructions have great peace and do not stumble. You will never, listen to me, you will never stumble another day in your life. You will never deal with anxiety another day in your life if you put the word of God before anything else. First of all, you have to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. And if you've never done that, I'll give you an opportunity to do that in a second. But secondly, the word of God, you have to know that the word of God is true. No matter what you've been taught your entire life, no matter what you've learned from anybody, the word of God is above the world circumstances, people, situations, the word of God, God says he exalts it above his own name. So you will never have to stumble. You'll never have to fall. You will have great peace if you love the Lord and love his instructions. When you put the word of God first, when you could put the word of God before anything, I cannot, I can't even explain to you how much my life has been, how much better my life got, first of all, when I got saved, and second of all, when I took the word of God seriously. So if you've never trusted in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you want to put your trust and your faith in him, first of all, you have to realize that you have fallen short of the glory of God. The Bible says in the book of Romans, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And second, in doing that, you'll realize that I need a savior because the way that I'm going right now, me living in sin, unrepented sin, I'm going to, I'm not going in the place to the place that God would want me to go. When I got saved, I realized, wow, I was going to hell. My whole life, I thought I was going to heaven. But if I never repented of my sin, if I never accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I was going to hell. So if you want to put your life in the hands of Jesus Christ today, you can repeat this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I admit that I have sinned and I repent. I believe in my heart that Jesus lived, died, and rose again just for me. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. Holy Spirit, come into my heart and help me to live for you. 
Thank you, God, that I am righteous, I am redeemed, and I am restored. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you prayed that prayer, you are all three of those things that I just said. You're righteous, redeemed, and restored. You're no longer a sinner. But you are now a child of the Most High God. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I love you guys. And I'll be talking to you guys on Sunday. Bye.